shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna Go. just riff, riff it. Oh shit! It's the nostalgic front, a podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front Podcast. I'm Brandon Ream. And I'm Patrick Hasty. Hey, Patrick, how are we doing today? We're doing fantastic, buddy. Nice. We're doing great. Nice, nice. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. We have some fun. The, it's finally the month. The month. Fun, fun size is coming up. Yeah, dude. We're talking Star Wars all the way up to the release of Rise of the Skywalker. Rise of the Skywalker. So basically all three fun sizes for the next three weeks are going to be Star Wars. And if you're a new listener to this show, uh, first off, let's say, hey, hey what the fuck are hey, you doing? Hey, thanks for coming to the show. Uh, uh, secondly, grab if you're not, you know we're Star Wars nerds, so this yeah. is no surprise, and we're pretty excited just to do like... Uh, yeah, we did a fun size about Star Wars one other time, so at some point in our history. Early. Early on. It was all over the place. Yeah, we talked so much. Because there's so much content. We talked a little video game, little mm-hmm, movies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. here and there, is everywhere, man. So today, what we're going to do now is, uh, I don't know what they'll be named. We'll figure that all out later. But today's fun size is going to basically be about Star Wars 75 to 85, maybe. Maybe, uh, maybe about 90. Yeah. Maybe a little it bit. It dies off at 85. There's nothing between 85 and 90 no, anyway. No, so no, no, no. We can call it either or. So it's, we're going to encompass the original trilogy, as they call it. Yes. But it's also going to maybe talk about some of the other. Uh, OT. OT stuff. Uh, yeah. So here we go. Uh, of course, I got the Wikipedia open. Uh, the Star Wars trilogy, often colloquially referred to as the original trilogy or the classic trilogy, is the first set of three films produced in the Star Wars franchise, an American space opera created by George Lucas. It was produced by Lucas Film and distributed by 20th Century Fox and consists of the original Star Wars film, mm-hmm. also known as A New Hope, uh, which came out in 1977, The Empire Strikes Back, which came out in 1980, and Return of the Jedi, which came out in 1983. The film center on the galactic civil war of the Rebel Alliance trying to free the galaxy from the clutches of the evil empire, as well as the archetypal hero's journey of Luke Skywalker in his uh, quest to become Jedi and face Sith Lord Darth Vader. Beginning in Medias Ross, the original trilogy serves as second act of a nine-episode Skywalker saga. It was followed by a prequel trilogy between 1999 and 2005 and a sequel trilogy between 2015 and 2019. Collectively, they have been referred to as the Skywalker Saga. Uh, To distinguish them from spin-off films within the same universe. So that's that. So that's kind of what we're talking about today is the original three. Yes. Now, what do you got? Open it up. It was omnipresent growing up, man. It was... uh... It was, it was Star Wars. It was everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know? I never remember not knowing about Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, if you're born after Star Wars, it's hard to imagine a world without Star Wars. Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, my brother, older brother, Daniel, he was a big Star Wars head. Got me into it. We had, when I was a kid, I had all the toys. We, he had all the toys, um, or at least a handful of them. He sold a lot of them to our cousin for uh, nothing. I don't remember a lot of the toys, but I do always remember... Like toys sneaking into the toy box, yeah. That were like Star Wars toy. I remember an art, and like you recognize the characters, yeah. So I had an R two I loved. Uh, I remember one. Uh, I'm seeing so I don't know who had it, but I always remember the Rancor Rancor yeah. toy. Oh wow! I you had, ever seen the Rancor toy? Yeah. So we're we're at a different thing because we're not 
we're we're young enough that we're not part of that generation that waited and everything like yeah. my brother's generation. No. Um, I, uh, so in my toys I had, I'll tell you, there was two Star Wars toys that were always a part of all my missions with whatever I was playing. Basically, the two Star Wars toys I owned was I had the, I don't even fucking know his name, the, the uh, Return of the Jedi, the the pig guard guy. Uh, Gamma Ray and guard. Yeah, I had him, and I had a Han Solo on Hoth with the yep. the wrap on his head. Mm-hmm. Um, I had both of those two toys, and they were always in everything I was doing, you know? Uh, yeah. The guard would always be help. Uh, uh, Total henchman. Yeah, he'd help the Cobra, or he'd help uh, uh, Sh- Shredder somehow or something. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, yeah. So I had those guys. Um, yeah, because because growing up, like Star Wars was a thing. Yeah. I liked Star Wars when Star Wars was on TV. I'd watch Star Wars, but like as a kid, like a wee kid, I didn't know the mythos. You yeah. know, you know, like. Uh, the force. Yeah, you know, and like I'm your father, and a lot of like the big keynote stuff. But mm-hmm. like, as an eight year old, ten year old, I wasn't like the I. I didn't know Star Wars like I knew the turtles. Yeah, I just knew I liked Star Wars. Yeah, and well, and also it was like a different thing. Like, um, I don't feel I didn't feel that Star Wars was made for me. I felt like Star Wars was made for other people, and I just got to be privy to it. Uh, whereas I felt like Turtles was made for me, so I actually got to yeah. like own. I had ownership of it. I didn't yeah. feel like I had ownership of the original. Like Star trilogy. Wars, I always liked and was cool, but I didn't really like get into Star Wars uh, until they re-released them in the nineties, like in ninety six or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like the twenty, well, they did the VHS release, and then they did, oh yeah, 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 and then they did a v, uh, the remastered mm-hmm. into the theaters, and it was like staggered by like four months. Yeah, each movie, and I saw each in the theater and I didn't know them well enough yeah. at that age to where they felt pretty new. I now because they, I only I like would watch them segmentally. Yeah. Even though they did play them on uh, I remember like TNT would yeah. play them on Christmas Day. I guess we must have had I assume we had probably from the TNT recording we had taped off television versions of them. Yeah. Because we I mean Star Wars was on a loop at our house when I was a kid when yeah. this was like in late 80s early 90s so before the VHS tapes were released so this had to be a rip of some sort from HBO or from TNT or something um, but we would always watch them all the time and I didn't have a full grasp until those VHS's the first time the VHS came out in that yeah. set that black set you know with the it had the titles on the side and you could pull them out I that was the first time that I could really pull apart what happened in each movie before that it was just one big story you know um, like I, I didn't know when I was 10 or whatever, when I was eight, I didn't realize that job of the hut wasn't in the first movie, you yeah. know, like it, I didn't know shit like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that I didn't know there was a trilogy. I just yeah. thought it was like a shitload of star Wars movies. Yeah. And I thought it was, all it was just one, like star Wars. I also thought it was all one continuous, which it is, but I, I saw empire strikes back all the way through first. Really? Yeah. Oh, weird. I remember renting it and yeah. laying on the floor and watching it, and I, I loved it, and it's still my favorite to this day. Yeah. Just the, how it, you know, how it moves along. It's hard to say this in like a into a microphone, especially, but I feel like Empire Strikes Back is my favorite, but I honestly don't think I know why anymore. Like, I think it's a lot of nostalgia making it my favorite. I think there's other things. I think I like there's no a fat. lot of there's new hope. There's no fat there. on that fucker, though. I don't know. I not that I'm hunting for it, but like. I think I have a better. Exp- I think there are definitely rad, be- great scenes in Empire, but I think I have more fun watching Return 
And I have more fun watching A New Hope at this point. I think Empire's a better movie. It's really well done. Kazan had a great work with the script. But and there's a reason why I think like the first two movies it's kind of funny how like a lot of these uh older gatekeeper Star Wars fans. Yeah. Uh it's they're pretty much like the first two movies are canon and that's it. Weird. It's like almost everything that uh it delineates from like their Star Wars. Yeah. They fucking hate. It, but the first two are just. Uh, I want to. I would like to say. Let's just say fuck all of them. I don't. I don't want to even cater to these assholes that have that kind of a mentality, or the people who are like this movie sucks and this movie sucks. Like, I, I don't even want to give them uh, time mm-hmm. on this show because like we're on the same page that we, what we like, what we like. Now there's a difference. Like if I'm like I don't like this scene, that's one thing, you know. But it's so weird when people are like, nope, Star Wars is this and it ends here and it's over there and it's yeah. like eat shit. It's yeah, yeah, totally. Art is art, and fucking fun is fun. Uh, so uh, the first Star Wars, Star Wars, A New Hope, A New Hope. When did they Ep- get called A New Hope? Uh, a few years after it came out, because it was just called Star Wars forever. Because yeah. I can remember being a kid and seeing that it said Episode Four. Yeah, and then my r- brain just reeling with the idea of there being more Star Wars. So in because uh, that's that's one of the weird things about growing up is I wanted more. Yeah, Star you always Wars. wanted more. Yeah, and there just wasn't enough Star Wars. When Okay, so I'm confused on this, and maybe you don't know this, maybe the internet will never know it, but or maybe we'll never know it on this podcast, but when Star Wars was released in the theater and that opening scrawl clicks, did it say episode four no. then? No, no, no. Uh-uh. Okay. I think it waited until uh, maybe uh, VHS release. Okay. Like in the 90s. Because that's what I, I have that feeling too. I don't know the exact time, but it took a while before they Yeah, before did they that. started doing that. They, before they called it a new hope or episode four. Yeah. And it was, do you know, did, because, those, did those come in at the same time? Were they like, this is now episode four and it's called a new hope? Or was it like, this is episode four? Yeah, yeah. This is a new hope. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um, that first movie, though, I I think is great. I think it holds up in such a oh, fun I just, way. It's so good. I yeah. think I like it better than I thought I liked it. Yeah, I think when it's... When I uh, rewatched it. I, I think I, it's I haven't seen it for probably two years, and it's just... Uh, one of the problems uh, as... Not problem. This is even a problem of the film. But one of the things that I think it hurts it is, um, much like Force Awakens was like this as well, is we all know Star Wars so well now. That yeah. Lear- wa- rewatching them introducing... Luke Skywalker to us is boring. It's the same reason why uh, it's the reason why Batman Begins was more boring than The Dark Knight. It's because they're teaching us what we already it's, know. Uh, but it is fascinating because you're watching this movie with uh, where it's like uh, ground level yeah. myth. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's expanded upon so much of the shit that it barely even touches on in that movie, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's just really fun to watch like just this infantile version of Star Wars mythos. Yeah. And just like, they're just like grazing over some things. And then, uh, you're like being critical, knowing the entire saga Mm -hmm. and hearing little bits of it or like, uh, it's just fun to like, uh, think about like that. Yeah. Or like the little stuff like, uh, Vader and uh, Obi-Wan's lightsaber battle. Yeah. Where it's like the last time they had a lightsaber battle, it was 20 minutes long and back to 20,000 backflips and one of the most epic things you've ever yeah. seen. And now it's just this uh, close, tight, uh, intimate seen- uh, battle that only takes place in a uh, five-foot area. Have you seen that short film, Scene 63 or whatever? 
Uh-uh. There's a short, maybe it's not, that might not be the right number, but there's a short film that somebody's shot that's basically fixes what you're talking about, where that scene, that battle between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader becomes a real big sight, and it's shot really yeah. well. It looks but, real. I, yeah. And it's interspliced with scenes from the actual movie, so you see like Luke look over, and then they're- Yeah, like, I don't care. I get yeah. more enjoyment out mm-hmm. of the whole idea of that. Well, or like, just knowing that they had- speaking lines for vader and it's just some guy under a muffled yeah. mask that doesn't sound like him and that's like that's the movie they were shooting for the longest time well i think about that a lot when i watch this movie because like okay so when i was in vancouver a couple years ago or last year or something uh the airbnb we stayed at only had a tape of tv with a vcr and a vhs thing yeah and they had star wars the vhs yeah. from 1990 or whatever and so i watched it and there's a real thing when you're watching it on that little tv and it's grainy and the tracking is all fucked up yeah and you're like you're really like they have no idea like not only does luke skywalker not 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 have any idea what's coming yeah mark hamill has no idea what's happening no and it's so interesting to think of like nobody does what these scenes become there's like yeah to that uh note that you're talking about i like to think of the uh moss eisley cantina totally never in all the universes there are more wretched Mm -hmm. hive of villains scum uh, and villainy yeah yeah but uh they made all of these just like random aliens yeah. Not knowing that there's going to be like a write up of that species. Yeah. Like there's there's going to be so much information about the random devil guy. Yeah. That smiles. They're like everybody's going to get a fucking name yeah. and a backstory. And, and sometimes like, a full novel. And, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 like they made random aliens, and then that now that alien is like, you know, that s- species is everywhere. It's like best case scenario sci-fi. And yeah. I think that Star Trek literally kind of walked so this could happen. Star Trek was kind of doing that on a smaller scale and, or on a television scale. And then Lucas, you know, could take that and, and run with it and make it on a bigger thing. So I think those they kind of worked really hand in hand when it comes yeah. to stuff like that. Well, Star Wars is great because it takes from everything. Yeah. It's just an uh, amalgam. Uh, I can never say this. Amalgam. I'm going to stop saying it, but uh, I think people know what I'm trying Amalgamation? to say. Amalgamation? There we go. We'll go I with that. Right. Of like what so many like adventure films yeah, and serials are. and stuff. Yeah, so you're taking like serial, you're taking like Flash Gordon, you're absolutely taking the hero's journey from mm-hmm. like myth yeah, and, and then, everything. And then and Kurosawa's like, you're the taking, seven samurai. Yeah, you're taking samurai, you're taking uh like airplane dogfight mm-hmm. stuff. You take the good, you, you, you take the wizards, bad, you take you know, them both and there it's you just have all, it's got everything. And then you throw it all together mm-hmm. and then you get fucking Star Wars. Yeah, it's crazy. Also, uh I love how uh, the story uh, is driven by yeah. the serial inspiration to where everything is pretty much like, oh, you know, it's just so segmented, mm-hmm. you know, uh, where it's just like that's why the se- certain scenes stand out so much because right now you're dealing with this little 20 yes. minute problem. Yes. And then it go. That's why I love Empire so much because mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, 20 minute problem after 20 minute problem. After, you know. Well, that's how I feel when I think back on Empire and Return. When I think of A New Hope, I guess it's that way too, but I th- I see A New Hope as like... New a, Hope is three acts. Yeah, but I think they all kind of... I think A New Hope is like this sweeping story that they're literally either yeah. here and then they've got to be here and then they've got to be here. Yeah, you're, and, you're Tatooine and yeah. then you're saving the princess mm-hmm. and then you're attacking the Death Star. Yeah, but, in, three acts. but in A New Hope, or I mean in Empire, I feel of it, it... Empire has always felt like me there's like, well, there's the Hoth movie yeah yeah and then there's the movie uh when they were back in space and then there's the movie 
uh, think, at the end. Yeah. Same thing with Jedi. Jedi, yeah, you yeah. You got the uh, Jabba's Palace movie. Sometimes I'll watch that. Which I love. Yeah, 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 the Jab- yeah, yeah. Jabba's Palace is one of my favorite like scenes. Mm-hmm. In the- it's one of the best segments oh, yeah, in yeah, Star yeah, yeah, Wars. Yeah. And also... And it's got everybody in it. That was the thing that like fucked me up as a kid, and I kind of talked about this a little bit, but like time in Star Wars is very interesting yeah. to me because as a kid, I thought they all took place... Like I but, thought uh, yeah. Empire was two weeks after A New Hope. No, I'm just but thinking it's about like it. a year. I don't think there's a single scene... In the entire trilogy that has Han, Lando, uh, Leia, R2, C-3PO, Luke, and Chewie like all together in the same room taking care of shit. What about, and maybe I'm, I, this might be obvious, but what about that scene in Return when they're planning the the to go down to, uh, uh, what do you call it? They're planning to go down to Endor. Mm-hmm. They're planning that scene. Isn't there? Aren't they all in there at yeah, that point? Yeah, but I mean, that's just like standing around talking. I'm talking well, about where everybody's exactly like doing something. exactly what you were asking something. about. I don't know. Yeah, you. I guess you're right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I watched a really interesting. Well, okay. I don't know. What, what, how do you, How do you want to do this? Do you want to go over each movie a little we'll bit? We'll try more? and keep it to the New Hope. Okay. And then we'll. Tr- yeah. Okay. So a New Hope. I think we can is, go through that release list. Yeah. So I've got those. Oh, so oh, let me pull this up. Um, right here, I just got the Wikipedia over the original trilogy because the the first non Star War, like the first thing they ever made. That's the. Uh, holiday special right they made the holiday special before new hope no no i meant well they make star wars i meant star wars is first everybody yeah yeah i thought that was implied and obvious and then they made the holiday special which i don't actually have anything pulled up on any info about it have you seen it yeah uh just the uh riff track they have the i don't know if it's still on youtube but for the longest time they had the riff tracks version yeah uh which is uh the mystery science theater guys non-mystery science theater show yeah and it's really good and i and uh, it's probably the only way to watch the holiday special. It's on the holiday special is on um, YouTube right now. Yeah. A, a couple of different feeds. I watched, which it is th- interesting because it used to be under like lock and key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's a Disney vault, and then there's a uh, Star Wars holiday special vault, and that's yeah. like buried. Well, that's a funny thing. This this is totally off topic, but I was I mentioned last week I'm watching that TV show, The Crown, and in the nineteen like nineteen early mid sixties, they did a BBC documentary to go inside the Buckingham Palace to to show what their royal family are like. And the premise behind it was to prove that they deserve all this money because of how busy they are and how much they do. But then the documentary really just showed how they don't fucking do anything and how lazy they are and how boring. But since they're the, they're there, so they think they do a lot. Yeah. They have no idea what regular people's lives are like. And then regular people watched it and was like, what the fuck? There's lazy as shit. And so it aired one time. And then the queen's like, yeah, just fucking delete that tape. Get rid of that. Burn that tape. I I think uh, the original trilogy, for what Mm -hmm. I like and want, it's it's damn near perfect. Yeah. There there is no fat on that meat. Uh, I like, I mean, if you like Ewoks, which I do, Mm -hmm. I'm a staunch Ewok uh, defendant. And... uh, you know, so I like all that shit. So it's really interesting to see how bad everything else that is Star Wars media related uh, yeah, is. Yeah, in that era. Yeah. Like, for instance, the holiday so, special. So let they me, don't really know what the fuck they're doing. Let me let me tell you the storyline real quick for the holiday special. Uh, it ties, day. It ties special together. Uh, okay, hold on. Happy, in the storyline that day. ties the special together... Following the events of the original film, Chewbacca and Han Solo attempt to visit the Wookiee homeworld to celebrate Life Day, your favorite thing. Uh, They are pursued by agents of the Galactic Empire who are searching for members of the Rebel Alliance on the planet. 
The special introduces three members of Chewbacca's family, his father, Itchy, his wife, yeah. Malia, Mala, and his son, Lumpy. <laughs> the problem, the program also features the best of the main, rest of the main characters, including Luke, C-3VR, Theater, Princess Leia, all portrayed by the original cast, except R2-D2 is simply billed as himself. <laughs> Uh, the program includes footage from the 1977 film and cartoon produced by Toronto-based Nelvania, Which the Bounty Hunter. Uh, yeah, that That's introduces uh, Boba, Boba Fett and the the dinosaur thing, the Mandalorian or whatever that is referenced so much in the TV show Mandalore. Um, but it's just such a weird thing, and like fucking B. Arthur sings a song. Yeah. And like there's some weird hologram yeah. thing that has ballet dancers. Yeah, well, they had like two hours to fill too. Yeah, it was like so made it's for like TV. a lot of filler. And not only that, but fandom hardly even exists at this point. Yeah, you know, yeah, and like even Star Trek fandom. Like, when did Star Trek start picking up speed? Yeah, it was around it was, this it time. It was around the time, same time as Star Wars. Yeah, but that means that it had been out for 20 years. Yeah, but nobody gave a fuck about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, people did. But I mean, like, it, it like, came out because of, like, a, a nostalgia yeah, level had happened. Like, the reruns yeah, made yeah, people yeah, yeah. fall for it, too. So, again, like, there's not... Fan, this, fandom isn't a thing. So, when they're making this, they're not expecting uh, yeah. people crying about canon, people being able to reference it you know it's well, old also, tv you're gonna air it once and then it's it's just gone yeah 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 it was a it was Forever. an idea to keep it in people's heads maybe yeah. sell some toys you're not gonna have a vhs which is why i think something that like the new star wars the 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 canon and the original this era of lucas films and everything was hitting it with such a marketing plan that was very of the age yeah. It was, hey, we got a these, hit movie. We need to fucking strike with as much TV, shit as possible. And it doesn't matter the quality and stuff. And then when the prequels came out, it was a very similar thing. It was a, of the time. It was like, well, we're going to make it sleek and we're going to make it sexy. Look, yeah, at yeah. Natalie Portman's going to be wearing these like weird outfits and stuff. Also, 10,000 cross-promotional things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why now we're in a situation where nostalgia with things like the Marvel Universe and all that stuff, nostalgia is such a thing that's so well understood in pop culture and in society that that's why the current movies are hitting the way they're hitting is because uh they kind of knew what how to roll them out and they knew what people wanted it's also amazing to watch uh the original star yeah, wars yeah, yeah, yeah we're gonna be all over the place but at least we're focused yeah we're focused you know on these I mean? years yeah uh but when you're re-watching the old star wars and just thinking about the other movies yeah that are all out and a lot of stuff is uh old hollywood system bullshit yeah. too and it's like and movies just weren't like this, Mm-mm. and then all of a sudden they were. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's just so... to imagine what it'd been like for people to go see that for the first time, like a six-year-old, mm-hmm. you know. And like, uh, I love how Lucas had to fight to get the crawl in yeah. there to make the movie he wanted to, because more old Hollywood bullshits like, oh, you got uh, Screen Actors Guild says you have to have credits. Well, didn't, at the beginning of yeah, your movie. I think he left the Directors Guild because yeah. of it because and they went they wanted that, his name that, at the beginning, and that's why they filmed it in uh, England. England, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then so so okay, so A New Hope's great. Empire's really good. Return, I think, is I think it must be something about my age. I've always loved Return so much, and, yeah. And I think there's there is even people who do like them all. I'm not talking about the dipshits. I think people put Return However, pretty low. Boy, um, Return has some of. Uh, people always cry about uh, Han shooting first, or now he shoots simultaneously. Yeah. But uh, uh, I like Return of the Jedi, but it has two of the worst egregious. What's that? Uh, when they put in remasters, Anakin, and they are 
well, to a degree, but that doesn't bother what are you me talking as much. About? The remove of Yub Nub. Oh, yeah, yeah. I need the Dam Dum. Sure. Ding Dum Yeah, the Ewok celebration at yeah. the end gets the fuck. And they, the, that's one of the best songs yeah. in the canon. Yeah. And uh, they, at the beginning, they throw in that really bad dance number. Oh, the, with Ina, the Gigabuna, yeah, Gigabuna, yeah, yeah. That's real bad. It is, and it's like, what's wrong with Max Rebo? Go back yeah, to him. That's this pretty, chick sucks. That's real and, poor. And like, and what that is is that is them uh, trying to put two thousands. Well, uh, that's mid nineties CG. Well, sure, it, yeah. Uh, to me, it's but them it's, trying to justify re-releasing the movies to theater. I guess, uh, yeah, and saying. Everything's got to have at least a little bit of something new. Yeah, you know, which, I don't think, which was so funny because that was wrong. If they would have put those movies in the theater, uncut, exactly the same as they were put in seventy seven. If they did that today, I would go watch them. Yeah, if they re release them today, they're. I mean, it's Disney. They know what they're doing. Eventually, yeah. we're gonna get a hey this weekend. The original cut of yeah. Star Wars is gonna be in the theater. Well, do you remember and then they're gonna make another hundred million dollars before the Disney buy? Um, the the thing they were going to do when they weren't planning on making more movies, they were re- re- going to re-release them every two years. Do you remember this? Uh-uh. Phantom Menace, they re-released in the theater, and it was 3D, I think. Yeah. And I went and saw it, and I was excited to go see. Yeah. Uh, the next year, I was going to go see. Uh, that that was the plan was for over the next six years, they were going to oh, re-release uh, each one. A star, a yeah. bad Star Wars film is still better than th- most movies. That's I'll what ever I've always said. Watch. Yeah, yeah. I'd ra- I my le- I'd watch my least favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah. Over most other movies. I'll watch Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, totally. Uh, so, so okay, Empire. Um, I think Empire is just really fun because I there's a real... I have a real fondness for Empire. Like I said, it's I consider it my favorite even though yeah. I don't know how I... I it's muddied. But um, I also associate Empire a it's lot. It's so... Man, I love... I, I just love the set design on a lot of the stuff too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love... The look of the carbonate uh, yeah, place yeah, yeah. at Be- Bespin. Also, uh, Empire has some of the better uses of the uh, uh, CG stuff. Sure. Uh, where it's, you know, again, CG works great and subtleness. And uh, a lot of Cloud City is added in yeah. with, uh, like, they take out the white wall yeah. and add in uh, windows to Cloud City. You know, yeah, and, it's very. Yeah, it looks good. It really works in that one. I think that um, uh, I one thing that I really enjoy about these Star Wars movies is I think, especially when you watch like, and this is for another day, but like Rogue One and stuff. I think the uh, New Hope and Empire and Return set up such an interesting um, I don't know what the term is, but like set design. Yeah, that they're still running with nowadays. Or that makes it look so about, timeless. I love. Yeah. I was thinking the exact same thing about the costume design. Yeah. Now, like, the costume designs still hold up. Mm-hmm. They don't look goofy. Yeah. Like, a lot of sci-fi. Yeah. Like, classic sci-fi. Totally. It's not like What a- they're wearing looks fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Now, the uh, the Empire looks cool. Mm-hmm. You know, the Emperor looks cool. Yeah. Uh, all of the different rebel outfits, be it your orange jumpsuit yeah. uh, in the Battle of uh, Yavin. Yeah. Or your Endor freaking uh camo mm-hmm. jackets or your hoth outfits they look cool yeah exactly you know? and i think that's a smart i mean i think it was accidental oh but i think it, it's a good all of it note. is accidental yeah. i mean come on the uh uh 
Foley artist. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be a Foley artist because yeah. they watch the documentary of the guy walking around with a fucking recording boombox, yeah. making up droid noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recording the lion and stuff and making it be the. I'm a big fan sound. of the uh, uh, like little Muppet noises that pop up. Oh yeah, like uh, Jawas yelling yeah. or a Salacious cl- Crumb yeah. laughing and stuff like that. That's the thing that like I was always surprised there wasn't, and maybe there has been, and I'm just not familiar with it. Um, also, we should say, too, since we're talking about this, especially this era, um, I haven't read a lot of the books. What were the books from this era? When did the Legends there really were, there start? There are random books. It's none, none, not here. It's about 92. 92. Okay. Because like, yeah. there was Splinter of the Mind's Eye was probably out, right? Yeah. Or was that early? Was yeah, that yeah. That was one of the first. No, 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 no. That's original. That, yeah, but they would just reset the canon back then because they, yeah. were just, they were just making a book to make a book because they're going to make a buck off of making a book. Because they know everybody fucking loves Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, they yeah. released that. It wasn't until like the 90s when uh, Lucas uh, started letting these people write this shit and uh, kind of like overseeing it a little bit. And you know what bit. that is? And then uh, a little bit after the books came out is when they were like, all right, now let's try and do a uh, multimedia push yeah. for like what we would do with the movie. But mm-hmm. we'll do it for a book. Yeah. Which was uh, Shadows of the Empire. Shadows of the Empire, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But and, what were you saying? Well, what I was saying is that since I don't know a lot about that era, one thing I was always, um, and maybe since, like, it's kind of an interesting thing because, like, we're talking about the actual things that came out in these areas. And we're talking about, like, the movies that were released this period. We're not necessarily talking about this, the canon that took place during yeah. this period. You know what I mean? Like, we're not talking about Rogue One, even Ro- Ro- Rogue One takes place at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Period. But so because or of that, rebels. there was never a, yeah, exactly. But because of this, there was never, um, uh, I was always so fascinated by the Jawas and by what is happening and they have this oh. big thing and are they on every planet? It, is this? That's what I loved. Like there was yeah. no Wikipedia. So you'd get a whole, like when I was getting into Star Wars, it was around. Yeah. Like when I was like, uh, about 12, 13, yeah. like. All of a sudden, cartoons yeah. were a little too kiddie, even though, mm-hmm. I mean, I still like cartoons. Totally, but, totally. But you know what I mean? But but like Star Wars, there was a little bit of a resurgence when I was in middle school because of all this shit going on. Yeah. So people were kind of rediscovering Star Wars, for lack of a better mm-hmm. term. Yeah, for yeah, us, yeah. For us elder millennials, totally. we were rediscovering it. So it was cool when somebody be like, oh, you know, Luke turns to the dark side you keep hearing all these extra stories mm-hmm. about other shit that happened and you're like yeah or you're reading the back of a uh uh action figure yeah that talks about some story that happened and you're like why didn't i didn't well, know this i want to know that that's the thing that my brother who would read all the he a, after the books did come out he knew everything yeah and so he would tell me things and i remember that like sometimes he'd just be like you know about their fucking kid and then he'd tell me the yeah. story of uh han and Leia or han and uh uh leia's kids um and i always thought that was interesting and the way he described it which i know i've repeated this on the show before but he always told me that like he's like there's so many books that like if you see a character and he walks off screen for a second there's probably a book about that life yeah. and that made me feel both so one of my favorite included and excluded because i could never read them all yeah but i didn't think anybody could read them all so you kind of feel like you're part of it not only that the fucking bounty hunters mm-hmm, yeah. on, on the uh vader's destroyer and empire yeah. strikes back like just thinking about all the different shit they do well when he and says then, he tells vader tells him like what? no disintegration yeah and your mind is so there just was a raising. story at some point. This guy's out and disintegrating, yeah, fuckers. which is when I saw somebody finally get disintegrated. Oh yeah, in, after uh, thinking about it for fucking twenty 
plus years of my life. Mm-hmm. But like he like Vader's like sternly telling Boba Fett. Yeah. He's like no disintegration. Yeah. 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 He's like this motherfucker's out there just disintegrating people. people. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it, it was uh, there was so much of that where you it's a real world it felt very from real. go mm-hmm. and that's what it had going for it mm-hmm. same thing with like the moss Eisley cantina but think about how many times and and uh, I, I, maybe this was just a matter of hitting at the exact right time but think of all the times that failed you know like think of like um uh battlefield earth or whatever the fuck like there's a lot of things that have sci-fi things that have come out that have tried to do a science turn thing that have some of the same feelings. You know and what? Stuff. I think it's really interesting. Once again, when we're talking about the design mm-hmm. of Star Wars, I think a lot of it is more so than like every other, all the other sci-fi. Yeah, is like clean. You know? Yeah, yeah. This wasn't clean. Like the fucking Millennium Falcon is dirty. Yeah, it's junk. Tatooine is dirty. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess. Real most sci-fi, everything's the Empire. Yeah, you know, but the Star Wars world looks and feels lived in. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and I like that a lot, and it feels lived in by people, um, which I think is a knock on and the, Jawas, the prequel. And, well, by 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 beings. Yeah. Whereas I feel like the prequels, there's a lot of that where it feels so, it feels cold. It doesn't feel lived in. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I, I just think I remember specifically like when the tapes came out on VHS and I I, I watched them all. I, I think I don't. There's a lot of weird stuff when I was a kid where I'm like I don't know. Why. Are you talking about the trilogy VHS set that had uh, it was a Yoda, yeah, a Vader, and a Stormtrooper yeah, 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 yeah. on the covers and it's all black. Yeah, yep. and I when those came out, I watched uh, I watched them all. I don't know why in my sister's room alone. Uh, uh, and 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 on a like a little like probably a twelve inch TV, mm-hmm. and that was and I was probably ten maybe, but that's when I started grasping like fuck this happens here, this yeah. happens here, this yeah. is this, and because it used yeah. to just be this big giant mythos, yeah, you know. And there was things that I was like was open to interpretation and stuff. Like yeah. I didn't know for a fact that it was his dad, you know. Um, I always thought that there was some justification later that maybe that was bullshit, you know. Um, but it's it's good though uh, to have those little things, those checks go into place. Then they re-release them in the theaters when they did all the updates. Yeah, and shit that, like that. And then I was caught up, and that was that and was, that, and that just salivated me. Yeah, and po- and I'm sure it worked for a lot of people to get the hype going mm-hmm. for uh, uh, Phantom Menace. I was, can still remember. Was Phantom Menace already greenlit when they re-released those in yeah, like, the mid nineties? Uh, he started or, working on Phantom Menace in 1994. Okay, because I was always and those movies all came out in like 95, 90, 95, 96. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I think it was all a uh, concentrated yeah. effort. I think they tested the waters with mm-hmm. uh, the Shadows of the Empire just to see what. When kind you say of, that, do you mean the video game or with the book? The series? video game, the book, the toys. Okay, okay, okay yeah. They had a multimedia push, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the same thing you would do with the movie. Yeah, but it was for. When is Dash gonna get into? I heard is he is I he? I think his. Uh, I think he is canon. I think his ship is. And I canon. think his ship is in something. Yeah, I think his ship's in um, maybe Rebels or something. But he could pop up in the Mandalorian. Uh, he's Who great. knows? Wouldn't that be great? Just even walking in the background. Yeah. You know, just throw nerds a bone. Well, that's the put thing. some. Just put somebody walking in the background of everything. When I was watching, know? so this is not Star Wars. When I was watch, I've been watching all these X Men cartoons, and then I rewatched the movie Days of Future Past, and you see a character from the animated series and they don't even really reference it yeah it's so fucking great just do that yeah there's that it's gonna be they, they do it happening. with ships it's and probably already happened cool. yeah the ghost from rebels yep is in rogue uh, one yeah yeah 
Um, and they also do, they call out for somebody from Rogue One too and that. Anywho. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I go see him in the theater and I saw all three in the theater with my mom because my mom, my brother was born in 76. So my mom took my brother to see them all. And then of course, when I was a little baby, we went and saw Return of the Jedi in the theater once. But um, my mom and I went to all three movies together because my mom likes Star Wars yeah. a lot. And so we saw all three movies that when they the, released them. That was one of the other cool things about the re-releases in the 90s is for us, mm-hmm. our, people our age, elder millennials, our parents more than likely saw, in, and saw them. them and enjoyed them yeah. and haven't really given much of a fuck about them since then. Yeah. So they're kind of re-seeing it. And then we're going and like seeing it in its entirety for the first time. Yeah, you and, know. And I there was that thing where when the, they show Boba Fett, and I said in the theater Boba Fett, and then all these fucking teens in front of me made fun of me forever. Really, they talk about that on the show. Why would they make fun? The of The first you time Boba, Boba Fett shows up on screen, I was excited and I was a little boy, and I lean over to my mom and go Boba Fett, and then all these fucking high schoolers in front of me Fuck made fun man. of me the whole time going Boba Fett Boba Fett and I was so fucking mad but I didn't know what to do yeah. I was horny and you know um, but uh, I I watch all those and I love those and I remember even then being like eh, this computer stuff's kind of weird you know but also kind of enjoying it kind of I being like it. this is exciting that's yeah. one of the reasons I went I wanted, I wanted to see all the new old stuff it gave me ownership like when you yeah. see Jawa or Jabba in A New Hope now this was for me. Yeah. This was made for me now. Even though now it's terrible. fully removed from that. I hate that fucking thing. I do. I thought, even though it's kind of fun that like they thought Jabba was going to be a guy. You know, yeah. that's kind of fun. Just some guy and some fucking yeah. fur. I honestly fast forward through that He looks scene. like uh, the dad from the castle scene in uh, Monty Python. Totally, yeah. He's like, one day, Han, all this will be yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, the cottons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always fast forward through that. But anyways... um. I did like that, and I watched all three movies at the mall theater in Council Bluffs. Yep. That's no longer there. Well, I don't even think the mall is really there anymore. Yeah, yeah, but, he um, got killed. Yeah, Darth. Uh, mm-hmm. Spoiler. Uh, well, he's not Darth. Hmm? He, he wasn't Darth. Darth Maul? He was just called Maul for most of his life. But he was Darth Maul. He was. What the fuck are you lambasting me for? Well, he stops being a Sith, and he goes by the name Maul. But he goes by, for, he's Darth Maul. No, he's Maul. But he's also Darth Maul. But he's also Maul. And for long, for a longer period and stretch of his time, he goes by the name Maul as an ex-Sith. What is the use of this? Why call me on that? What did you gain? Mm-hmm. That'd be like if I called, like, talked about George Washington, President Washington. You're like, well, he was George Washington. Yeah, but he was also President Washington. Yeah, but he was George Washington for most of it. What did you get? I don't even want to talk about What Darth badge Maul. did you win in that? Mm-hmm. God damn it. Uh, okay, so those are the... Re- now, the indoor movies. The other uh, post-canon bullshit from the 80s. I remember them. Did you see them? I Well, I was a kid Yeah. at this time, yeah. you know, uh, born in 82. Yeah. So Ewoks were, like, aimed at your, like, dumb kid, like yeah. your super young kids. I had Ewok Village. I had some Ewok toys. Yeah. Ewok Village was a badass. You know what toy I set. had uh, that I still have to this day that kicks so much ass? Uh, Ewok. Uh, one second. Oh, God. Um, so the first Ewok movie came out a month before I was born. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, uh, I do not have any recollection of seeing it when I was a kid um, until... Uh, the mid 90s I feel like it was on I th- I don't know if there was some sort of I can't find it I have this really great um, porcelain Ewok that's eyes light up and you flip you know those little switches that you kind of spin 
It's like a switch like that, and yeah. it's this beautiful little lamp, but one of his fucking eyes fall off, and so it's Gross. creepy as shit now. Yeah. But I love it, and I've been carrying it around with me since I was a baby, you know? Yeah. Um, it's in my apartment, but anywho, okay, so the first Ewok movie, Ewok Adventure, comes out in 84, right before I was born. Uh, I had no, did not know this shit existed until that mid-90s period when I was all into the oh. movies. See, I remember them as a kid, but not, I mean, they yeah. were just like, whatever. Well, the crazy thing, and so I, I did some research. I watched a little bit of them, and the weird thing is is that the first movie, is it's a, a family of humans crash land on Endor after Return of the Jedi, so the, after those events. Um, you get to know this whole family. There's a little boy and a little girl. The little girl sucks. And then the second movie happens. They kill the whole family, and the whole second movie is about the little girl who sucked the most. It's a very bad, poor thing. Ooh. The second movie makes no sense. None of the bad guys seem like they're in Star Wars. It seems like they made another movie and then just slapped Star yeah. Wars on it. Um, There's a lot more fantasy elements, yeah. too, in it, isn't it? Yeah, the second movie especially. Um, and they don't even say it's Star Wars. Like, it's referred to as Ewok yeah. stuff, but they never slap Star Wars on it. No. Um, but it and is, now they just want to forget about if it. If you watch it, though, it is Lucasfilms Presents. It is dar- a story by George Lucas. They're really throwing their names in there and stuff. Um but yeah, it was just so they could so, get sponsors. Yeah, because and it was sell sold Ford as a trucks. TV. Yeah, yeah, it was so weird. Um, and then the other thing from this area uh, was: Did you ever watch the Droid Star Wars uh-uh. cartoon? Um, now let me—I'm trying to pull it up. It's serial too, but and I'm did familiar really? with the animation, but I never watched it. The cartoon came out in '85, so the after the between the two, it looks like it came out between the two. Uh, uh, it looks like it was our last. I'm pretty sure it's the last. Star Wars thing. Until the 90s? Until the 90s. Um, it's a 1985 animated television series. Uh, what's your word? I want to see where the... But by then... Oh, you know what? It was produced by the same animation company that did the yeah. Jabba's... Or the, the but Boba by, Fett But by the time that's coming out, kids have moved on. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, they're it's older. It's taking three years to put out a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. We already talked about like what Star Wars was to us as young kids. You know what I mean? And there was already like Transformers, G.I. Joe's, He-Man. Yeah. Like uh, there, it was a pretty crowded market in yeah. the 80s. The, uh, the, this show, so I my only experience with this show, I rewatched a couple episodes this week. It's really good. It says here that there's episodes with Boba Fett and IG-88, which I never saw, but that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, my experience with this show was a very, like, I w- it was, uh, so my- Fever dream? No, it's like my bus would come every morning at 7 a.m. My and bus. so I would wake up at six. That's Borat. You got waiting it. Waiting on a bus. Wait on the school bus. Uh, I would wake up at six, take a shower, get ready, and then I'd watch TV from six thirty to seven. Okay, it was always shows like, uh, 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 what's the show with the little girl, and she's a robot. Punky Brewster. No, she's a robot. Little girl robot. Yeah. Precious little, dreams. Whatever that show was, I would watch that show all the time. Sometimes VR Troopers would be on or whatever. But then we got cable, and I would watch USA because the USA would always show cartoons. One morning. So my bus would come at 7, which means sometimes it'd come at 7.05, 7.10. Little Miracle? My special wonder? My wonder? Special wonder? Special wonder? Anyways. A small wonder. That's yes! it. Small wonder. Yes. Ah, God, I got it. Uh-huh. Uh, small wonder years. So a lot of times it was small wonder, or it was Gilligan's Island, or it was VR Troopers or something. But then when we got cable, I would always watch USA because they would show cool cartoons. Well, one, my bus would come at 7. Sometimes they'd come late. At 7 one morning... Fucking this cartoon starts. And this is 97. This yeah. is 15 years later. And I'm like, what is this? I'm not going to school. I'm no, sick. I, I literally watched it until the bus was at the bottom of the hill, ran down, missed the bus, 
And then I was like, well, I guess I can keep watching this till 7.30. I watch it till 7.30, then I call my grandpa, and he takes me to school. He gives me a ride to school. But I loved it. I watched one episode, and then the next day it wasn't on again, and then I had no idea how to fucking find it. Yeah. And so I rewatched some episodes now. So all my life, I've thought fucking of it as like this back wonderful thing. Kid. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of stuff they do now that this is from a different era of Star Wars, but there was a show with uh, that's it's not Star Wars droids, but it's told similar to that. But they basically like recap a new hope, but they do it as like a 22 minutes cartoon let, hosted by C3PO and R2D2. And I was walking dogs in like 2014, and I was dog sitting, and I watched like 10 episodes of it. And it was basically a cartoon series that would just timeline the entire series for mm-hmm. you over 20 minute episodes. But it's one of those things, I can't find it anywhere else. It's not on Disney+. Plus. Who made this? Why is this out there, you know? Um, but that's what this droids cartoon was. Um, and then what about games? Was there any Nintendo games even at this time period? Or I think there might have been some Atari. Like I think a, there was an Atari. There's absolutely an Atari uh, Empire Strikes Back video game. Yeah. Where you're fighting at-ats mm-hmm. and uh, flying a snowspeeder, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if there's a Return of the Jedi video game yeah. because uh, I think that's right around the crash. Yeah, like the Atari crash and everything. Yeah. Um, I will say this, the the series, the, the way the show, the movies go, um, it, I, I, it was when I realized it, I still can't believe this, but like just in the last couple of years did I realize that Vader wasn't such a bad guy come middle of Empire. When he tells him he's his father, he was offering to overthrow the universe. Yeah. I think that's an interesting thing that I didn't grasp until I was like 30. Also, he could have just fucked everybody up in Jedi, but he's yeah. more interested in the Luke shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he could have blown up the uh, when they're trying to come in and they have the old uh, uh, clearance code. Mm-hmm. And like, it's an old code, but it checks out. And Vader's like, he knows Luke. Yeah. Luke's freaking out. He's like, I shouldn't have came See, along. What... I'm putting the mission at risk. I shouldn't be here. Luke. And then Vader's like, mm, let him go. I'm interested in. So we're, we're playing the law. The emperor. That's why I'm so curious about rise of Skywalker because, uh, Palpatine is very much known for playing the long game. Mm-hmm. So how long is his game? Yeah. Because he sets everybody up. He's, you know, everything they think they're doing uh, right in Return of the Jedi, yeah. the Emperor already set it's up. It's already all set up. The yeah. original trilogy is his long game. Yeah. So we got who's? Den- I mean, who oh knows? fuck, the prequels is his long game also. That's what I meant to say. The yeah, prequels, yeah, yeah, yeah. the prequels were his long game. Yeah. You know, and just yeah, it's gonna be. I'm. He's playing chess. Everybody else playing checkers. It is interesting to see how all that plays out. Um, I, uh, I. Th- I rewatch some of these movies for this fun size to get pumped for this. Um, I, I buzz through them. That's what I do a lot with Star Wars, luckily, because I've seen it a million times. Yeah. Is I can fast forward an hour and then watch the next hour and a half and I'm yeah. fine. You know how many times um, I've skipped the Battle of Hoth? Yeah. Because I have watched uh, Empire Strikes Back so mm-hmm. many fucking times oh. that sometimes I just like to drop myself into the middle. Yeah. You know, let's, another reason why let's get I, on the asteroid. Another thing I do love about Empire, and one of the reasons why I love Empire so much is I love that Shadows of. The video game, the Shadows of the Empire, mm-hmm. and that it's connected to the Battle of Hoth and connected to Hoth at the beginning of it and yeah. stuff. So there's, a, I, it's so stupid, but I honestly feel like I was there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you I, fought in it. I kind of feel like I did. I You're feel like Hoth, I know Battle of Hoth. Vet. I know that race of getting out of there and how sometimes the time would run up and you're fucking done. I know that feeling, so I kind of have like this weird connection to it that I don't have to mm-hmm. um, the the trench. Ooh, battle. Also, there there. 
Empire is really sweeping the awards for the best stuff from the special editions because you get way more Wampa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the special edition. That's good. That's good. Like, the Wampa's pretty much just like an arm. Yeah. Like, you don't even hardly see the Wampa in the original yeah. version. And uh, you get to see that shot of him standing up and yeah. some good Wampa action. Can I tell you one thing Hawk. that I think is sick? This is not this trilogy. Tauntaun Guts? Ma- I'm going to talk Mandalorian. Um, remember during the football game when they were like, we're going to show you an extended scene from Mandalorian? And they did it before the movie, before it came out. And they showed that whole opening scene. And then when you watch the first episode, that was the first fucking like two minutes. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And like so, ju- so like, because I was like, what, is this going to give away anything? What is this? You watch, you're like, well, that's pretty cool. And then you watch the episode and you're like, oh, shit. That's they nothing. didn't burn nothing. Yeah. yeah. I think that was so, such an interesting thing. Um, whereas not a move. Like, I feel like for the Phantom Menace, if they did that, they would have fucking showed us Qui-Gon getting sliced, you know? Yeah. Uh, goddamn. Uh, okay. Final thoughts. Did we? You went to the NFers, right? I did. Let's I burn did. through them can, real quick. We can burn through we're, them real we're, quick. We're, we can go to a little bit. We're about forty nine in. Yeah, we're so. good. We're living our best life. Yeah, here. we'll just buzz through these fucking. Things I just wanted fast. to know. Uh, I asked everybody what their like favorite, most uh, memorable scene from the original trilogy is because real like we talked about, it's uh, inspired by the serials. Mm-hmm. So like there are like especially as a kid when you're watching it. All these little scenes stand out as like movies almost. Oh, also uh, the best color for uh, lightsaber. Lightsaber. That's one of those things you care about, but nobody else cares. Well, about. I figure a nice little tag. I mean, you and Sam Jackson care about it. Uh, Justin Hill, former guest, real NFer. Oh yeah. He said most memorable for me is during the Battle of Endor when the two Ewoks get blasted by an ATST, but only one gets up. God damn. Yeah, that's that gets me. It's very. Uh, sad, he said yeah. and tries shaking the other awake. Gets me every time. And red is the best color, even though it is bad. I would have a blue lightsaber and a fucking heartbeat. Green. I'm a green boy. I want I a blue a one, and I want I, it. I love when Luke shows up with his green lightsaber. Yeah. I love Return of the Jedi, Luke. I want. I love Return of the Jedi, Luke. But I like. I want to. If I was to have my own lightsaber, I'm not talking about the Luke. Kids. Yeah. I love when he's talking shit to Jabba. He's mm-hmm. like, "That's the last mistake you'll ever make." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill all y'all. It is very funny. <laughs> he's like. That's the thing that hit me when I was talking about watching it with my sister's room was. There, you know, you're noticing how much time is between. You see, if you put Empire on and you finish it and you start Return, you see that there's a lot of time that happened between those two yeah. movies. And and I didn't never knew that when I was a kid. Yeah. Um. Brian Arginello, uh, one half of our uh, what is it, Michigan correspondent, yep. uh, said, uh, honestly, my most memorable moment was from when I was a kid, the trash compactor scene that always freaked me out. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, number one, if you have a little bit of like hold up as far as like. Uh, being stuck in somewhere yeah also i watched it the other day uh han solo mm-hmm. he you know they're having a shootout with the stormtroopers mm-hmm. leia blasts the hatch open everybody's diving in chewie's like <laughs> yeah and he's like i don't care how it smells get in there and then when they're all in there first thing han does complains about the smell yeah you know i, I get the feeling harrison ford's an asshole yeah i think it'd be fun to uh uh either write all the li- all, all the dialogue for Chewbacca, yeah, or R two D two. You mean like play the movie, but it's got another track where he's yeah. just like, ah, what the fuck? Yeah, 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 that's fun. Pretty much, I like that. Um, okay, uh, Cameron Little says uh, we got a problem here. Oh, Porkins, Porkins Rip. is Star Wars fandom's favorite yeah, yeah, red yeah, yeah, shirt, yeah. and Who it's does? not even fucking close. Isn't someone in? One of the newer things referenced. Nah, fuck it. I can't get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Aaron, Aaron Troop. Troop. He said, uh, Boba Fett, back talking to Vader and Empire. 
always been a fan of the Blue Saber. Yeah, baby. He knows, yeah, what, yeah. He knows what's up. Uh, Frana, ooh, big Star Wars fan, Daniel Frana, says the Rancor was always one of the coolest things to me, and red is the best-looking lightsaber. A lot also, of no connections also, on this. Also, uh, uh, Justin talked about this earlier, the the heavy death oh, in, yeah. uh, Return. in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. When the Rancor dies, yeah. it's one of my favorite scenes because his that keeper, guy, the keeper who's walks falling. out and he's crying and his buddy comes over to console him. And that's another thing as a Which, kid where you think about like he grew up like it's a whole world. That's his little baby Rancor. Which also when you watch Star, when you watch Return without that. Yeah. Without that, that's a very heavy scene. Yeah. But once you see this corny ass long song, that's like a joke. That's like a laugh line. Yeah. But that's like I remember that as a heartfelt shit. Yeah. You know? Well, at least they try and lead up to it because immediately following that, Jabba throws that Twilight Twilek chick yeah, yeah. into the pit. Which by the way, uh Twilek women are hot and in Star Trek Romulans are. Yeah, they're all hot. Mm-hmm. Uh Matt Danger says uh Luke telling Jabba to surrender while he's trying while he's tied up walking the plank. And then going full Jedi with the lightsaber, fucking up a shitty ass slave barge. That's really great. Yeah. Um. I saw. I was watching Jabba's palace, and like all they're doing is partying. Mm-hmm. Look, Jabba's got a lot of like just hanger ons. Yeah. People that are. Well, that's like, what I want. I, I love that R two's like turned into. He's <laughs> like a fucking. One of the bar best. Cart. One of the best C three PO R two in their uh, changes is. Uh, C-3PO sees uh, R2 while they're on the barge, and he's like, R2, what are you doing? And he goes, burr, 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 burr. and he's like, oh, I can see you're selling drinks. Yeah, but- yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, He's like, hey, get the fuck out of here. I'm at work. Yeah. <laughs> Call me later. Right. Uh, that that whole barge scene, I think, is one of my favorite Star Wars moments ever. Yeah. All of that. The, the whole thing, beginning to end. Also, uh, I got to give a shout out. Uh, Family Guy, Blue Harvest. Yeah. Those it's are one good. of the finest pieces of mm-hmm. Star Wars uh, satire parody I, out there, period. A uh, friend of the show, uh, David Twenty, just watched Planes, Trains, and Automobile for the first time. Mm-hmm. And that scene in Planes, Trains, and Automobile where they do the mess around yeah. and John Candy is playing on the dash and they do that scene in the Return of the Jedi family guy. You know what I'm talking about? They're in the AT-AT oh, not, and the guy driving the AT-AT does the... I'm not as familiar with the Return of the Jedi. It's, okay. It's him doing the yeah. same bit, but they're driving the AT-AT and it's a stormtrooper and he's like, we're doing a mess around. Ooh. Uh, John Lyons kept it short and sweet. He said the trench run and blue. Yeah, the intrinsic one. Uh, let's see. Andrew Frina comes back with just impacting on the surface. Dark Saber. Yeah, Dark Saber. That's Mandalorian Damn, style. Damn, baby. Wait, Andrew Frina is that Dan, is that Dan Frina's brother? I don't know. I haven't uh, looked into That's it. That's exciting. So. Two Frina's coming at uh-huh. us. Price two for the price of one. Uh, Will Lasbell said the stormtrooper hit the top of his head on the rising doors in New Hope. Best color is green. Okay. I love that, too. It's, yeah, that's very fun. You never noticed it, oh, obviously. this is what I was saying. There's um, So I watched a, like a, a bunch of deleted scenes and a bunch of like bloopery stuff for this. And on the scene, you know when Han's hanging off the, the barge thing and they're doing all that stuff? At some point, a, 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 a pyro goes off and whoever's laying holding him gets caught on fire for a second. And they're all like, fire, get him out, get him out. And it's oh, yeah. really funny. I, I also love how... Uh, prevalent the Wilhelm scream is. Oh, yeah. And you, it pops up once every It's all movie. over, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Lucas and Spielberg fucking loved yeah. it. They're half the reason we even know what it is. Uh, Chris Covey said, uh, maybe it's because I was a kid and didn't see it coming, but you're all clear, kid. Change my child. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, one yeah. of the best. Go get him. Yeah. I love when Hans comes back. Yeah, he's so good. Uh-huh. It reminds me, it's very similar to that moment in uh, Endgame 
where he's like, on your left. It's yeah. that same kind of a thing. It's like, here I am. Yeah. Uh, Tyson Purcell said Luke versus Vader in Carbonite Freezing Room. And uh, yeah, that's really good. But uh, I will say I prefer the uh, Luke versus Vader and Jedi just because they have the back. I think it looks great with the uh, uh, stars behind it and that uh, one little window yeah. that the Emperor was looking out. You know, the one the, with, the circle yeah. window. Yeah. 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 There's also I just think that looks great. Please, listeners, go back and read that script on Twitter. I wrote where uh-huh. that entire scene happens in Empire where he cuts his arm off. But instead of Luke, it is the drummer from Def Leppard. And Tyson said best lightsaber color. Red, obviously. Jeremy Kamlowitz says purple is the best lightsaber color. Uh, yeah, Sam Jackson said the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alan Yass, honey. Oh, that's fun. Yass, honey. Uh, many great scenes, but frankly, the whole Jabba's Palace sequence yes. is number one. I fucking love it. It was the first full act from the trilogy that I saw, aside from clips and references in the media, made me want to watch the entire thing. Uh, and it epitomizes what's enjoyable about the series, in my opinion. So much of Return of the Jedi, the Emperor, are highlights of the series. If it weren't for Ewoks, we'd be talking about it differently. I, and if you like good, the Ewoks, you're yeah. all right. Yeah. Even though uh, I was talking about this earlier, I like the Ewoks. Yeah. But there's just a few things that kind of undercut the Ewoks yeah. in the Battle of Endor, uh, where it's obvious they're being used as comic relief. Yeah. Which is fine. I get it. I understand that. But like earlier, they're like these flesh eating, yeah. you know, little, when they play drums on the hunk- fucking yeah, helmets yeah. of their dead. But then all of a sudden they're like uh, trying to trip an ATST yeah. and they're dragging nine of them. And yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm pro Ewok. Uh, let's see. Ben Semish says uh, Battle of Hoth for me. Snow Sweeters and Adats must have rented Empire like 20 times as a kid before my parents finally bought me the trilogy. There it is. Uh, Matt Fishman. Now, isn't Matt Fishman the DJ from Roseanne? Uh-huh. I think so. Uh, he said, "Gold leader standing by, red leader standing by, green leader standing by, gray leader standing by. The colors, hell yeah, children." Andy Sell checking. He said, "Luke watching the sunset near oh, the beginning God. of, oh, especially with the music. That's oh. one of the best parts in. Uh, Did you see Family Guy Blue Harvest? Yeah, is they're reenacting uh, him looking over at the star, the two suns, uh-huh. and then uh, all of a sudden he cuts away and he's like, ladies and gentlemen, John Williams John in the Williams. London Philharmonic Orchestra. Yeah. Let's hear it for him. Uh, Andy said, uh, I feel like anyone who grew up in Iowa can relate to that moment. 100%, man. Totally. Climbing up on our roof, watching the sun go down over Omaha at night. The I suns. swear to God, yeah. both of them. Uh, Pete Blydell said, uh, Yoda's whole pep talk before he lifts the X-Wing out of the swamp. Also green, undeniably. I love mm-hmm. how people are so earnest about what colors they yeah. think they want. Um, well, everybody's played a video game where they've gotten to choose. Yeah, that is a very good scene when you when you start really realizing that Yoda is the shit. Yeah, very good. And the music again there mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Uh, also, one thing that's always stuck with me. Yeah. Uh, the Luke's like, I won't be scared, yeah. and Yoda fucking you he's been be. kind of goofy forever. He's done being fucking goofy. He's like. You will be. Mm-hmm. And then that's if that's not scary enough, he throws in, you will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, you take that again, Frank? Yeah. Like, you like, will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee Keeler, uh, friend of the show, favorite moment is the asteroid field chase. In, uh, oh, yeah, Empire Strikes Away. Oh, yeah. Where they land in the inside in the uh-huh. fucking monster there. I love that, especially as a kid where I didn't know what... Like, that's one of the things I can remember being like, whoa. When they shoot, get that's out. That's a monster. And he shoots the ground. And the first yeah. time I realized what was happening, like, yeah. oh, shit. Uh, and then Adam Carlson, last uh, but not least, comes in with the Battle of Hoth. And he wants a gold lightsaber. Wow. Heck, yeah. We don't see a lot of gold lightsabers. That's mm-hmm. cool. 
Well, there uh, it is, man. That's great. That's well. That's our first. I got. I only got goosebumps like seven times yeah. throughout our conversations here. That's the first. That's the original trilogy. So we'll say seventy-five to eighty-five for first first Star Wars movie to Battle of Endor. About um, uh, any final thoughts? May the force be with you. May the force be with you, uh, and with you, uh, Hasselam and Legum. Uh, it is all. Uh, I uh, before we get out of the original trilogy. Well, I just oh, so you did have a real one. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It is kind of funny how they talk about like in a couple different times about how oh the force is like this ancient religion mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But like once the canon gets expired, like people were just using the force a week ago. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's funny, there is that scene when it's like um in I think it's in that Blue Harvest thing where he's like uh, oh, you mean I that thing you just learned about? Oh, that thing you yeah. just learned about five minutes ago? Yeah. yeah. But then also there is the thing of like Luke being like I don't know. It's so weird to me that Han is so adamant against the Force when it's like, fuck, man, look at what happens. Yeah. Everybody's fucking well, weird again, and monsters and shit. Like, it, it, if they'd have known they were going to make fucking 12 yeah, movies yeah, yeah, yeah. and all this other shit, they would have looked at it differently. Yeah, but. It, it is funny, that kind of a thing. That happens a lot in... A lot of serialized TV and a lot of times in com- cartoons, it happens in the X-Men a lot. Yeah. Something will happen and Xavier is like, oh, come on now. And it's like, everything fucking happens. Of yeah. course this is going to happen. Like the f- time travel shows up. And like 10 episodes later, somebody's like from the future and Wolverine's like, I don't know about this, bub. It's like, hey, you constantly are going back and forth through the future. Why would this be weird? You yeah. Know? Oh, goddamn. Um, well, okay. So this fun size uh, next week. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, prequels. prequels, 90s. What do we say? Probably like 99 to maybe, well, probably 99 to 2013. Yeah. Until the Disney merger. Um, so we'll get ready for that. So maybe if, if you guys want, you can we'll talk l- some Clone Wars. Watch the prequels. Get ready for that. Talk about Clone Wars. Talk about some of that stuff. Probably going to be talking a lot, a lot of video games. A lot more video, lot video games. Because that's. Yeah. And we'll talk about the Clone Wars film. Yeah. Mm, that's, that's interesting. It, uh, the prequels. I love that era. Yeah, a lot to talk because about, and it, we, I, it really just explodes. I don't love the those. Fandom. I don't love those movies as much, but no. I definitely was more connected to those. But movies. again, those I, movies have going for them what Star Wars yeah. has going for them, where it's like, yeah, I might not like the Dax yeah. Diner scene, yeah. or whatever, but uh, goddamn, Jenga Fett versus Obi Wan yeah. is cool as hell. I can talk, you know. I can. I might not like Attack of the Clones as much as I like the original trilogy, but I can. The I, Battle of Genosis rules i have more of a connection to it as yeah. i was 17 when it came out and i saw it in the yeah. theater 16 or whatever you know? oh i thought every movie from the original trilogy was the film of the year yeah 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 the year that i saw Me too. It. i think it is on my because i started making lists in 99 and i think it all is yeah um so that's it goddamn uh well uh it's december i hope you're all staying warm uh, Reem, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find you? Uh, Reemcore. Raincore. R-A-N-K-O-R-E. Uh-huh, that's Raincore with a K. Uh, you can find me and all my uh, musings on the internet via that. Also, check out House of Brick Comedy. We got great free comedy at the Pine Box Rock Shop every second Friday of every month. Me and Gideon Hambright and Michael Good, some good old Iowa boys. Yeah, baby. That's our spiel. Uh, fantastic. Uh, now, listeners, you can find me at Patrick Casey. That's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-A-S-T, PatrickCasey.com, for all upcoming dates and shows. This Saturday, we got Ooh. Jackknife Comedy. Next Wednesday, we got Lookers. Yeah, we do. Uh, so those will both be very fun. Uh, come out to those. Uh, tell your friends, get on the Patreon. I know we say this every episode. And look, I know that a lot of you listeners are on the Patreon, or you support us in other ways. You, you buy an ad, or you fucking buy a T-shirt or something. Um, but if you're new to the show and you're really enjoying it, go back to our back catalog. Check out this shit. We got 
200 and some episodes here for you. 260 some episodes here for you. Uh, we talk about it all week. We yell at each other. We have fun. Um, so please get in there. And if you if you think we deserve it, give us seven bucks. Give us seven dollars. That's the push now. Should we push for lower? Should we try to get everybody to give us four dollars? Yeah. Give us seven dollars, everybody. Um, tell your friends. Uh, may be the cool. force be with you. Yeah. Be cool. Never die. And as always, remember: if you're not an NFR, you're an MFR. So get the fuck out of here. Ah. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.